Hi, this is Sarah Anthony from The Letter Black, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, this is Mark Anthony from The Letter Black, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh's rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music. In episode 44, we're going to take a look at the new CD from the band The Letter Black out of Uniontown. The album is called Hanging On by a Thread. We're also going to be joined on today's show by guitarist Mark Anthony. We had an opportunity back in November to talk to lead singer Sarah Anthony, Mark's wife. So if you'd like to go back and check out our podcast page, you can find that interview. Mark is also uh, sort of a co-vocalist in the band, so we're going to talk to him a little about that. Before we get into the interview, we're going to play a couple snippets of some of the songs on the new album, Hanging by a Thread. We're going to play the title track. Before that, we're going to play a new track called Fire with Fire. Gentlemen, it brings me great pleasure to introduce to the show from Uniontown, Pennsylvania, and the band The Letter Black, Mark Anthony. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. I wanted to uh, talk to you guys. You've got a great new full-length album out now. We talked to Sarah back in November about the EP, and uh, the full-length album, Hanging On by a Thread, dropped in the store last Tuesday, I believe it was. So wanted to... Uh, Catch you guys. Uh, always seems like I'm catching you guys when you're on the road somewhere else, as opposed to being at home. But yeah. um, tell what's going on and uh, what kind of great things are going on with the letter black. Um, Man, just touring and doing all that, you know. Trying to. Be you guys are back. You're back on the road with Skillet right yeah. now. Yeah, back out with Skillet, and they're they're great people. Good band. So. Yeah, and you guys are playing, um, it looks like from what I'm following, like hockey arena size, you know, fairly decent sized places with this band, correct? Yeah, they have a really good draw. We've been playing um, almost, this last tour was, was theaters slash, you know, the, the arenas, and uh, this tour has been all just civic centers, just all, you know, the smaller arenas. So it's been awesome, really awesome. Yeah, I I saw a picture um, posted on your website last night from Topeka, and there you know, looked to be five, 6,000 people there, maybe. Yeah, it was... It was, so that was that's excellent. And you're in, um, you're on your way to North Dakota, or in North Dakota now? We're, we actually stopped in uh, Soy Falls, South Dakota. It's like the only other place that has civilization between 
here in Bismarck, North Dakota. So we kind of stopped here to just kind of enjoy the day a little bit and then just uh, drive forward. How's the weather up there? Is it still pretty cold? Actually, it's raining right now, and it's freezing, yeah. which is weird. This whole tour has been uh, actually kind of cold, so uh, I didn't yeah. know what to expect. Yeah, that's got to be tricky when you pack. Cause, I mean, you guys went from north to south almost. You did some dates in Texas, or are going to be doing some dates in Texas. Yeah, and then we just and, did Pensacola, Florida, and it was actually really nice there. So um, it was hot there. Yeah. That's probably the only place it's been real hot is there. Um, the new album is kind of a blend of some of the songs from the EP, um, the Breaking the Silence EP, and some newer material. Were they all kind of recorded around the same period of time, or was some of it kind of done done for the EP, and then you went back and did some more songs to fill it out into a full-length album? Yeah, what we did was um, we went in the studio last March with Toby Wright, uh, which has done a, a bunch of great bands. He's done Corn, Seven Does, Metallica, um, Alice in Chains, a handful of just great bands. And when we did the record with him, we did 15 songs. So... Um, for the first Skillet tour, they didn't have time to really promote the full length well, so we took three songs that were going to make the record, and then we took three B-sides that we recorded a long time ago that we were going to release. Okay. That never got released. We did that, and then um, when we got done with the Skillet tour the last last fall, um, we actually wrote three new songs and recorded those with someone else, and uh, those made the record as well. So... What it is, okay. you know, three songs off the of EP, made the full length, and then ten new songs. So. Okay. Yeah, it, it's a. I was impressed with the EP. I'm probably more so impressed with the full length album because I think it shows different sides of you guys musically. Uh, I mean, the, the the EP had, you know, kind of gave us a glimpse into what this band can do. But I think the full length album, you know, you got a little soloing in. You guys did some. You know, maybe some heavier material. You've got some, you know, really kind of cool synth. Uh, yeah. Up when he's sort of keyboards on some songs and. Yeah. Um, how nerve-wracking? I mean, I asked I asked your wife the same question, uh, but as a guitar player, I'm interesting in your take when you mentioned all those bands that work with the producer. How intimidating is that when you pick up your guitar? Well, you and know, you're what, there with a guy. Yeah, with Toby, I was really intimidated because he's one of my my all-time favorite guitar players. Like he did the. The the first Aussie solo record, which you know is Randy Rhodes, and then you have um, uh, Clint Lowry from Seven Dust, and James Hetfield from Metallica. I mean, I know there's Kirk Hammett as well, but James is just you know an idol of mine, and um, you know all these just intimidating, amazing players. And uh, I was scared to death to play in front of him, and uh, he was so cool. I mean, he just made me feel at ease and you know he thought I was amazing which I, I don't think I am but he thought I was amazing so I was just really taken by that um, you and do you um do you consider yourself kind of a um as a guitar player I mean uh, is it more of a tool to write or do you are you more of a uh, shredder who then writes and stuff I mean what you're no, on the instrument I'm definitely more of a songwriter I love big thick fat riffs I mean seven dust is probably Seven Dust Metallica are like my favorite bands, you know, and, um, you know, I, I just, I love huge, I just love guitar riffs. You know, I'm definitely mm -hmm. not a shredder. I wish I was. I mean, I love John Petrucci from Dream Theater and Steve Vai. I mean, even Tremonti now, um, 
Yeah, oh my. Spread yeah. like crazy, my goodness. Um, he's come such yeah. a long way from early Creed. But, um, that Alter Bridge album, he really let oh, loose on him. That's, that's amazing. I mean, just, I love it. But see, I mean, you know, I'm an 80s guy, so I love like Skid Row, all those kind of mm-hmm. bands. So um, that's what I kind of grew up with. So okay. I love spreading. I'm just not that kind of guy. I guess I'm more about the song okay. in essence, but I lo- I'm trying to bring back the solo because I feel like that's been lost. Like yeah. no one plays solos anymore. And we threw a lot of solos in. Um, I don't know. I just love it. I just feel like guitar players need to play, too. Not only do you have to have be a good songwriter and have great guitar tone, but you need to be able to play. So um, yeah. that's just one of those things that have gotten lost. Now, when you... Um, do you do... I, I noticed on the album there's a lot of kind of layering of acoustic guitar. Do you do, you do that, or is it the other guitarist? Actually, I'm the only I'm the only guitar player. We had another okay. guy come out just on the road, and okay. he was part of the band for like three months, and it just didn't okay. work. And uh, but in the studio, I did I do everything. So all the guitars, okay. all the acoustic guitars. I love tons of uh, like layered acoustic guitars. I love Alice in Chains. So that kind of brings mm-hmm. me to that '90s, you know, genre of uh, I don't know, just kind of dark acoustic so and you um you the question to see kind of where you're really at because you mentioned bands from skid row to metallica do you typically are you a standard tuning kind of guy drop d tuning drop b yeah you know what i I should be because i love those 80s bands and dave mustaine would be so upset with me because i'm not playing uh standard because that's that's just who he is you know he's the standard (laughs) man um and he's amazing but I'm so I love just the the drop tuning like that record. Most of the songs are either in drop D or drop C, and then there's a, okay. there's one that's in drop B. Um, so I mean, really, I can't say that I, I I do mostly it's drop C, but it's really tailored to her voice. So if I have okay. to change the key to make her vocals shine, then that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's all about the vocals. It really is. That's sure. what people. I mean, you want to see, you know, my hot wife jumping around, you know, <laughs> belting and melting your face, you know. So that's yeah. kind of that's what it's about to me. So it's about her. So you guys, um, you guys write together, or um, you kind of bring ideas in in their entirety to each other, or how does that all come about? Well, usually you guys are kind of unique. A- you live together. You know, and you're on yeah, the bus together, the together and you work together. together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I um, <clears throat> I actually write all the music first. So okay. I put all the all the guitar riffs down, and then me and the drummer usually sit together. And, uh, I mean, before we go into a studio, so like pre-production, I'll um, just put, you know, we'll put the drums down. And um, she comes in, I hand her the song, and I say, here, you know, throw some melodies on. And then if we have to rewrite stuff, to work with the melody or whatever. So me and her both kind of write melodies, but she's okay. kind of the forefront of the melody. Um, and okay. lyrically, I would say 80% of the lyrics are her. I mean, okay. I'm just not, I'm not the lyrical guy. I, got, I get a couple cool lines every once in a while. Like, I don't care about yeah. you, that was me from moving on. I get one or two cool lines every once in a while, but that's it. But most of them don't make any yeah. sense. So it's usually it's just more than most. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of let her do that. She's the voice. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm kind of this... look at it. She's the voice. I'm the engine. You know, and we'll just keep going. Sure. Now, do you um, 
do you guys have in mind like I, I you guys kind of have sort of what Lacuna Coil does in some degree where your voice is in there almost as uh, kind of a one-two punch. I wouldn't even say it's background vocals. I mean, you've got some, you know, I think, you know, vocal sections that are very important to the song. Does that kind of yeah. play on an answer, or how do you come to the side, here, we're going to throw a little bit of a dash of my voice here, or a dash hers there? Man, you know, honestly, that's just, like, I don't know. It's just always kind of, we just kind of do whatever. It's kind of okay. like, well, hey, I can't think of something, or I'll sing something, and she's like, yeah, that was really cool, and, you know, we'll go with it. And uh, honestly, I, I I literally hate singing. I hate <laughs> it. can't stand it. And uh, everybody wants me to do it. <clears throat> so she wants me to do it. The label wants me to do it. Management wants me to do it. You know, so it's like, okay. You're not going to win that argument. No, I'm definitely not. And I don't even think I'm that good. And everybody keeps getting on me. It's like, no, you have to sing. You have to sing. It's such a good. It, it just, you know, it sounds so good together. So. Um, yeah, you guys have a, a very good, um, like I said, a one-two punch there in some of the songs. Yeah. Um, if anything was, happens, it's usually by mistake. If it comes off really cool, it's it's definitely a mistake. It's nothing's ever like planned or really thought out with us. I think uh, we're just it, so relaxed that we just kind of go with it. And, you know, hey, that's cool. Yeah. Let's do it. You know. Now, touring now, do you have another guitar player with you, or are you still doing all the guitar duties yourself? No, you know what? I used to, it used to just be me, and okay. I overplayed like crazy on the record. Mm-hmm. And I guess I thought that I really needed another guy, and it actually went, it just wasn't tight enough for me how I wanted it. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It just works out better having one. I just like it. It's just me, the bass player, and the drummer are carrying it. Okay. You know, Power Three Trio, and I like okay. that. There's so many great bands like that, like Rush, and you know, all these yeah. bands are just phenomenal. There are three people, but you have to be good. You got to hold cool. your own on the stage. So, uh, I mean, even POD, I mean, dang, they were killer for just three people playing music. So, um, sure. oh, there's a slew of bands. I mean, Papa Roach, all these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just kind of, I love that. I kind of like the single guitar. You know. So, yeah. But actually, Sarah's um, been playing guitar. She's okay. on the next couple tours. She's gonna start pulling out the guitar in a couple songs, which will be uh, which will be pretty cool. So yeah, you someone to play. I mean, if you're gonna have chemistry to play with another guitarist, it should be her. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be anybody. It'll be my wife. So it'll be the best. Yeah. <laughs> and um, now that the album's out, I mean, is the plan just to spend the summer playing anywhere and everywhere? Yeah, everywhere, anywhere, all the time. Um, this whole year is just um, really about just promoting the record like crazy. And then uh, next year, I mean, the same thing. We've already started. I already have a slew of songs for the next record anyway, So, um, which is good. I'm kind of already ahead of the curve. So um, you can sophomore slump. Yeah, exactly, because I, I cannot, you know, some bands win you over on the first record and, I mean, you have to then, you know, you got to bury that record. That next, the second record has to come out and just kill it. So um, that's my goal: is just keep getting better. So. Yeah, and the um, the uh, I, I know you guys are playing in a lot of of markets that maybe people don't think of as traditional hotbeds of music. Is the Christianity aspect do you feel help draw people in in cities like Topeka and you know the Dakotas uh-huh. and where a lot of bands probably never set foot. Yeah, you know what? I don't. 
I would say no, because it's not really, like, pushed out as a Christian band. Mm-hmm. And we're not really, like, super cheesy or and or labeled that way. I mean, I think people label, people definitely label us that way. I mean, they labeled POD that way. Um, sure. You know, they labeled Flyleaf that way because we are, I mean, we are Christians. But um, I don't think that that matters with the mark. And, I mean, Skillet's a Christian band. You know, mm-hmm. they pull both sides. You know, Red, same thing. Red's a Christian band. You know, they pull both sides. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I really don't think so. But, um, hey, I mean, I don't know. What do I know? You know? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're getting the people in there enjoying the show, that's all that you can ask for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there a um, Is there a particular single in mind for the next go-round? I know a lot of the stuff I've seen promotionally online is using Fire with Fire. Is yeah, you know, they're they're decision? running hanging on by a thread right now. I think it's like forty something on active rock and they're trying to they're really trying to break that song right now. Um you know, for general market and then um I'm almost positive the next general market song will be Fire Fire. So, um I hope so. I love that song. I think that song is just yeah. definitely yeah, a good a... Fight song. I'm hoping the pens or someone will pick it up and put it in the arena. I want that so bad. So um yeah, you want to... Get up there. Maybe they could uh, dust, you know, take some of the old metallic out of rotation yeah. and slide in some letter black. Yeah, that's that's right. great. <laughs> great song to open the record with. Uh, you guys, um, I'm assuming you do this on live. Yeah. Is that a course. open with that song or ever consider opening? That'd be a pretty high okay. energy yeah. song. To... We actually open with uh, track nine. It's called All I Want. Okay. Um, it's kind of cool because uh, we kind of come out, Sarah comes out screaming, so it's, it, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of different. And then we actually go into uh, Fire and Fire. So, uh, yeah, definitely high octane right from the beginning. So, uh, From all reports, I, ha- I haven't had the opportunity to see you guys live yet, but from all reports I've heard, it's pretty high energy from start to finish. Yeah, totally. It's great. It's like a can of chaos. That's the best way to explain it. So, Just one more question for you. I mean, as far as this is kind of guitarist to guitarist, um, gear-wise, are you, you use Paul Reed Smith? Yeah, PRS. I love, I mean, I love Gibson, too, but PRS is just, I don't know, for what we do, it's light, so I can just throw it around. Yeah, so. yeah, the West Paul is certainly is not. Yeah, um, definitely heavy. Amp-wise, are, are you using anything in particular? Yeah, actually, I'm endorsed by Mesa, so um, I have a dual wreck, and okay. uh, I love it. You know, just coming out of Vintage 30s, so... Um, just very standard Mesa thing. The only thing I've done on the back is instead of six L sixes, I run uh, EL thirty fours. Okay. So That's it gives great. me a different okay. attack. Well, Mark, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show. I wish you guys the best of luck, and I uh, can't wait to the day where I see you guys playing back home. That's right. Well, hopefully look. soon. All right, man. You take care and enjoy the Dakotas. Hey, thank you so much. It was good talking to you.
right, that was a song called My Disease from the Letter Black from their new full-length album, Hanging On By a Thread. And before that, you heard a song called Believe. You can get that album at Amazon.com, iTunes. It's available. Um, got a really great price on Amazon. I think it's five ninety nine to download the full album. So check that out, or there's a link to it on our podcast page. I want to thank Mark for taking the time out of their uh, busy touring schedule to come on and talk to us and uh, wish them all the best. You can find more information on us out at ironcityrocks.com where you'll find links to our Twitter, MySpace, Facebook, as well as a news section and a hopefully very detailed concert calendar for the Pittsburgh area. So, hope you enjoyed the show and we hope you join us again next time. Thank you. <laughs>